0: Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford.
1: And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. This week, we'll be catching up with Russell Howard to see how his team performed last week. Stay tuned, that's a belter. We'll also be joined by comedian and social distancing manager Ivo Graham to not only discuss his
0: FPL team, but what's been happening in the world of football this week. So, lots coming up. Lovely pronunciation there. Obviously, written down, it looks like social distancing, but it's a mm. uh, play on the surname of Sylvan Distan. You performed that with, with real silk, John. Well done. Thank man. you, Matthew. What are the other words? Because I remember we used to talk <laughs> about. What are the other words? How that long have you, you got? Uh, no Philip. You... Coconut. Well, two great words. Um, but the ones that you would pronounce in jalapeno is one of the ones. Oh, I see. You had a great routine about. The so, bruschetta, so she... never the cheese with the fish. Oh, he knows about the gay sound or whatever it was. Um, yeah. But what other words do you lean into like that? Well,
1: you don't say, oh, I feel like I've been here before. I think uh, I'm having deja vu. You know, oh. we're all happy to say deja vu. And yet, yeah. if, I, if I asked for jalapenos on my pizza, suddenly you start getting on your high horse about maybe in one of those pronunciation snobs and i had to pronounce social distancing because otherwise the listener wouldn't appreciate ivo's let's be honest for a very funny man quite a bad pun
0: whoa i think it's a great pun
1: do you yeah okay mate All right, you and Ivo sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. What's going to happen when Ivo comes down? He's going to get the Curse of Matt Ford!
0: Oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll
1: tell you who else didn't see the Curse of Matt Ford coming this week. Everybody in the world who had Cristiano Ronaldo as their captain. And let me speak as someone who did not and say thank you for the curse, Thank you for your continued belief that you can turn things around this season. Thank you for holding back. What felt to me literally every other player in the game. It felt like it was me and about 100 others against 7 million of you with Cristiano Ronaldo in your teams and the curse of Matt Ford, which came through
0: an absolute treat this week, didn't it? I mean, I'm absolutely astounded. I did. Obviously, I've made significant changes since we began on this FPL journey. And this week, I thought that shift to bring in Ronaldo, to have a front three of Kane, Antonio and Ronaldo. It's got to come good. Exactly.
1: It's got to come good.
0: Again, 39 points, four points below the average. I'm still 25th. I'm still below Rob Beckett. Yes. Romesh got more points than me this game. He got 40 points and he, he... Captain yeah. the guy got no
1: points. And I have to say, when we put the teams out, as we always do, even I couldn't help but be slightly a quiver at the, the volume of people saying, right, that's it. Here it goes. This is Matt Ford's week. Obviously, the majority of tweets referenced the curse. So when the teams went up, James Wallwood tweeted, I'm calling it now. Harry Kane will go back on strike. Antonio will get lost on the way to the game and Ronaldo will be drafted as a makeshift HGV driver. (laughs) That or Matt Ford wins this week. Uh, Chip Mayo says, who's Matt Ford got his captaincy on? Please don't let it be Antonio. Fingers crossed.
0: Okay. Uh, Question on Chip Mayo. It hits upon an issue that I've had For, Mm -hmm. I'd say, probably 18 years. People have mayo with chips. Is that just a London thing? I never... I I think it's weird that people would prefer that to ketchup, don't you?
1: Um, Yeah, well, I had chips tonight. I had chips for my tea tonight. No. Yeah, I got chips delivered from the chippy. Didn't even have to go out. Someone brought me chips, mushy peas. I put a nice vegan steak pie in the oven. I ordered. One pickled onion at 45p. I thought, I don't mind that, because they're big boys, those pickled onions from the chippy. Mm. Open the little tub, three big pickled onions. Absolutely delighted I ate all three, so good luck with my guts tomorrow.
0: Oh, man, what did I have last night? Trying to microwave a spaghetti bolognese from Frozen. I think you meant to defrost. <laughs> it took me ages. I came into the kitchen today. It looked like someone had been stabbed in there. I was like, "What?" It looked like something from a saw film. <laughs> <laughs> My body, when you cut it open for an autopsy, <laughs> like dredging a canal. Like, oh, there's a trolley
1: in there, like remote controls. oh like... it's <laughs> an old boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Good idea for a forfeit.
0: Oh, what? Have a live autopsy? Yeah, get get your cut command. open.
1: Oh, but what's it? What is it when they flush water up your back passage? Have you ever had that done?
0: No, I haven't. No, uh, that's called an enema. Enema, yeah. Do you want to go and have one of them? Or a colonic. You know what? I mean, I've always fancied a colonic, but it's the sort of thing, it's one of those opinions where publicly I'd always say, oh, who are these idiots having a, you know, stuck up with bum pipes. And in secret, I'm like, God, I bet it's fantastic. It's not for me. I think it's for people
1: who have a lot of compacted meat up there, isn't it? (laughs) You know, I don't think, as a lentil muncher myself, I, I don't think you'd get a lot out. I I think actually, if you fired that water up, me, it would come out purer. I think I could release my own sort of form of Evian. (laughs) (laughs) Evian filtered through the gizzards of John Richardson over (laughs) centuries. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Clutterbuck. Yeah. What? What's that? Oh, Tom Clutterbuck. He's a listener. God, he emailed us this week.
0: Such a great name.
1: He said this week that if you jinxed Ronaldo, he would, and I'm quoting here, come at you like an angry badger. Whoa. So do you want to speak to it? Because genuinely, there's there's anger out there. Frasier, why or oh, why couldn't you have just left Ronaldo alone? Uh, so, I'm trying to work out what went wrong this week. I captained Ronaldo and only got four points when they are at home to Villa. Then I listened to the podcast and found out Matt Ford got him and his team. This curse is a joke. Dave, you had to do it, didn't you, at Matt Ford? Captaining Ronaldo. I think out of respect to all other FPL players, you need to announce your squad 24 hours prior to deadline so everyone else has a chance to mitigate this curse. Jack, please transfer out Ronaldo. You have broken him. And we end with the mighty pie. Oh, well done, Fordy. You've only gone and broken Ronaldo, you great big spelk. <laughs> you have, it's his first uh, failure to score of the season. Uh, You've actually the curse has spread to the entire Manchester United team. It's remarkable what you've managed to do with the curse this week. Don't get me wrong, I've enjoyed it, but really, really
0: special. If you'd have told me in the 90s, I had the power to stop Manchester United, if you were to tell me after the 2006 World Cup, I had the power to neutralize Ronaldo, I would never have believed it. Mm. So to you, to the Mighty Pie, to Soph, Jack Brokenshire, Dave, all these other people. Be careful, because you are you are prodding someone with these powers. I, you know, I don't even. This the problem is I've got these powers. I'm not in control of them. I'm an unstable nuclear reactor. Mm. I could go off.
1: You've had Luke Shaw in your team. He went off injured. You've not captained Harry Kane. He stays in the team. Uh, Ed says, as a Spurs fan, I am begging you, Matt Ford, take. Harry Kane, out of your team and remove the curse. FPL Goat tweets, Harry Kane has seven points this season after six game weeks. This time last year, he had 65 points, five goals, eight assists and nine bonus points. FPL Reaper replies, and yet Matt Ford refuses to drop him. His stats last week, 46% pass accuracy, 20% ground duels won. Two offsides, one big chance missed, zero chances created, zero dribbles, zero assists, zero goals.
0: As a mate, do you think I should sell him?
1: (laughs) As a mate, I think you should keep him, because I'm a really bad friend. I think you have shown more faith in Harry Kane this year than his parents. (laughs) I think... If things come good for Harry Kane this year and he somehow wins an award, I would expect him to name check you in his speech. That's how baffled I am by your continued support, and
0: you have stuck with him doggedly. Dogged is the right term because I feel like a, a dog. You know, I'm sat here daydreaming about plates of sausages, and <laughs> I'm so loyal to to, to 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 Harry. I'm so loyal to him. You know, I I'd be like Greyfriars Bobby. I'll, I'll be FPL forty. I'll just sit on his grave if he ever passed. You know, I'm sitting on the grave of his season, just refusing to go. I'm, I'm too Still loyal. Still have to him, him as captain.
1: It could go in off the coffin. Would that count as an assist? I didn't have a great game week. I lost four points this week transferring out Jimenez from Wolves because I didn't feel like he was going to score, and he did. I brought in Rondon at Everton thinking Calvert-Lewin's out, Richarlison is out, they're at home to Norwich. That's going to be a goal fest. Rondon will, no doubt. I thought that's going to be a real little secret uh, cash-in for me there. Nobody's got Rondon. He's, he's only in because of injuries, and yet yeah, I bet he could get a secret hat-trick. He's had an absolute shocker this week, Rondon. He's really cost me. So this was really a week, if you were going to do it, that you could have made up some ground. Um, I, I don't really know what to advise. Are you going to stick this week, or are you going to make further changes? First things first, what you just did,
0: say so this is a mate, was a dick move. <laughs> oh, I had a terrible week. I only got 60 points. second highest score in our league. Running away with it. You're now up to third.
2: Hmm. You're breathing
0: down the neck of Ian Sterling and Emily Dean. And you've had a fantastic week. Don't make out you had a hard time. You know, it's like people who go, oh, yeah, it's just so difficult. Because, you know, when you're running three cars, I mean, we couldn't get the second one on the yacht. And I'm going, I've just missed the bus, man. And it's raining. And I've got no shoes on. In fact, I'm naked.
1: (laughs) <laughs> now 6-0 if you want to see the forfeit that matt ford uh you did very well this week i have to say the the jack Grealish photo
0: shoot it's uh on our twitter feed at comedians fpl just on the jack Grealish forfeit by the way i don't know if you noticed some of the, the the details that i the lengths i'd gone to i'm not comfortable with it just being sort of passed over did you notice any of the details i liked what you had done with the stubble yeah, so that, I got some base paint and a, and a special um, beard sponge and just, like, sort of wiped it over my face. Because um, you don't do a good beard, do you? Let's be honest. I can't grow a proper beard. It, my, the hair isn't dense enough on my face, and because of a face scarred like Brian Adams through years of eczema, uh, it, it's like the sort of surface of the moon. You know, there, there are craters where nothing will ever grow. Have you dyed your eyebrows? No. Are your real eyebrows? I don't know whether you're taking the mick at me or not. I'm too stupid. Well they
1: look uh, they look darker than I, I I sort of picture your eyebrows. they that's a good strong brow. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Um so the Alice band was another detail. Alice band, yeah. England shirt. England shirt, but not just the England shirt. Did you notice the the changes that I'd made to that England shirt? Um I'd ironed on the the sleeve patches from the tournament, including the little respect sleeve patch and underneath the England crest I'd ironed on you know they have like the game name and the date underneath yeah. I bought that and ironed it onto the shirt so it says Euro 2020 final Italy with a date like it did on their shirts on the final day um, sad. I have
1: another question Am I sad I have another question not from a listener mm-hmm. are you
0: okay I the, with the disastrous way that this has all gone <laughs> I'm just so bad at it it has made me wonder I'm not like, well i feel like i have not understood the rules or something i feel i feel like everyone else is kind of like getting it and i'm not getting it or you're in a different club to me or
1: i think the curse is a narrative you should really get behind because i think the only the only answer that isn't that you are frankly dreadful mm-hmm. is that the curse is real i think the problem with this is this is how we catch up now this is this is the time of the week that we spend together mm. and i think actually i need to speak to your partner and uh, I think I need to ask some other questions about what's going on. I'm starting to get worried. You know when these people lose their jobs and they carry on getting dressed and going to work? Yeah, like they're going the full month. Right? I f- yeah, I feel like I'm going to Google it and find out that you've been sacked from spitting image and all these things you say you're up to in the week. You're just going and
0: sitting in parks. You know what I had for my dinner the other night? <laughs> Duck? <laughs> Popcorn. I had a big box of salt and sweet popcorn. I went to see the Oasis film at the cinema on my own. I've got to tell you, I t- you feel like... You only know, go to the cinema on your own. I feel so proud of myself. I feel like, you know what? I'm all right. I can handle stuff. I think, yeah, I'm pretty tough. Not like I want to get in a fight. What I mean is like, oh, look at me being all mature. Like, you know what? I imagine it's a really sophisticated thing to do. I think, you know what? I'd be like, one of those... Old French guys who just sat outside a cafe having red wine and then an espresso and then some cheese. You know those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the old French guys. Just... And their British equivalent: a man having popcorn for tea and watching the Oasis film on his own at the cinema. I, I'm getting genuinely worried about your mental well-being and what this, what this podcast
0: and this curse is doing to you. I am fine, and I know it's like saying, "Don't panic." But it is. I am fine. I might I not sound it. The thing is, this podcast, it, 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 it. I went to the cinema just to <laughs> relax. And the film is very good. And, I, you know, what? I welled up at times during that film, like I did during the Germany game, like I did during the Italy game, where I was just so overcome with happiness that I was crying watching the Oasis film in, in the oh cinema. Oh, my God. Is that sad?
1: So you're on your own in the cinema yeah. in tears Watching an Oasis film,
0: yeah, and I, 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 I
1: feel I've got to intervene. <laughs> I just feel I can, and I sent you to have a pint with a doc last week. I feel responsible. Are you still wearing the Jack? Tell me you've taken like the Jack Grealish makeup and England top off. You're not. You haven't gone to the cinema in the England
0: shirt with the Alice band and the pretend beard on. Oh yeah, full kit, shin pads and everything. <laughs> and I, and I, I ordered everything in a, in a in a doing a Jack Grealish impression. So I went. Oh, okay. uh, hi, i like a ticket to the uh, Oasis Nebworth 1996 film place. And i love have a large, sweet and salted popcorn and uh, large water. Thanks, bab. And then uh, went and said, you know what? I ate all my popcorn before the film started. Again. Happens to me every time. Does that happen to anyone else at the cinema? You're like, you've given me a amount of popcorn that won't get me through the film. You get a lot of popcorn these days. Oh, yeah, but not enough. Um, was that an Everyman as look, well? Have you been to an Everyman cinema? I've never been to an Everyman <gasps> cinema. John, you'd love it. I mean, you won't love the price, but you love the experience. I don't
1: like the name already. I don't want to be in a cinema with Everyman. I want a cinema chain called No Bastard. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> sit next to other people. It's like when Wagamamas first opened and all they had was those big tables and you had to always sit with other people. Yeah. Oh, God. Awful. Everywhere should be single booths. Even for families. Table for four. Eh-eh. Uh-uh. No. All have some time to yourselves. Yeah. All have four individual seats and you can talk when you get out. Compare
0: notes on the food. I remember the first one I had sitting there, the exact same gun. What, you can sit next to other people. This is awkward. And then, ooh, dumplings. And completely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Did you say
1: it out loud? I think I did, yeah. That's a good way of getting the table back to yourself. Ooh, Dumplings. <laughs> For all we've talked about your miserable existence, yeah. both on, on and off the FPL pitch, someone this week did worse than you. Uh, and for the first time, somebody previously flying high has had a very bad week. Russell Howard, lowest point scorer in the Comedians FPL League this week. What happened last week? He came on the show. Let's hear from him on his thoughts on the last game week.
0: 40, it's Russell. You're a curse. You're a demon. You're a necromancer. You put Ronaldo in your team. Suddenly, he has a stinker. United lose 1-0 to Villa. I got 23 points this week. That's the lowest I've got all season. I was top. Now I'm fifth because I had a conversation with you. You're a curse. Stay away from me. Stay away from my family. And I had a dream about getting tugged off by a gibbon. I blame you. It was a lovely dream. I mean, but f- forceful. I thought he was going to rip it off. The point I'm making, you're dangerous. You need to stay away from people. John, I hope you're very well indeed. Bye. You know, when he says, you're I yeah. I wasn't expecting us. Oh, I thought that was going a different way. How, how do you feel
1: about f- friends and guests using phrases like, stay away from me and stay away from my family?
0: Well... It... It's not the nicest thing I've heard. Uh, Obviously, it's not pleasant to hear that. But this is because there is a misinformation campaign being peddled at the moment. And people are Mm. buying into this narrative that somehow the reason Russell Howard had a bad week is because he interacted with me. He had a bad week because the team that he chose of his own volition did not score enough points. It's as simple as that.
1: But the players he picked have a direct correlation with the players you picked. That's the problem. He was top of the league. He's now fifth.
0: Players, the players, are in charge of this whole world of PL and FPL. And it is out of my hands, frankly. I can't influence it. And this is the problem is that it allows him to blame me for his decisions he can say blame <laughs> he can say well as manager of flying piglets it, it wasn't my fault it was matt ford's fault and then and then everyone else says oh yes well the reason my fpl team there are fpl players around the planet listening to this now who know if they look inside themselves this week when they've been on their whatsapp groups their mates groups getting bants they've said it's the curse of matt ford they've blamed it on me and how do you think that makes me feel? I tell you how it makes me feel peckish. <laughs>
1: so this is a fact. Our guest this week is not with us live. Our guests will now no longer appear live with us for fear that even being on the same wavelength as you, in the acting in the same space-time linear cycle, is infecting their teams. So we are we have Ivo we caught up with him earlier to try and somehow assuage his fear that just being around you is a curse so here's manager of social distancing Ivo Graham
2: Ivo welcome to the show thank you very much for having me chaps
0: so let's talk about your current team then. It's called social distancing, but distancing felt oh, no.
2: like distan. Social uh, distancing. Sylvan- it's a Sylvan distance. I think it's um, it's better written down, isn't it? Uh, but I- <laughs> <laughs> Ivo, what's your
0: relationship with Fantasy
2: Premier League? Do you have a history with the game? I remember. Good fantasy Premier League choices from my life. Um, better than than many other more significant personal events. I can picture, uh, like, I can picture <laughs> being backstage at the gig I was in February twenty nineteen because it was my first gig back after the birth of my daughter. It's already quite a sort of significant period in my life. But my details around the birth are quite fuzzy. But I do remember that, um, what's his name? Uh, Watford player who shouldn't have been at Watford and was at Barcelona. Okay. Gerard de Lefeo. So he scored Dele a hat-trick Lefeo. for Watford in February 2019. But I remember being so jittery backstage that the comedy promoter said, are you oh, you're quite nervous then doing your first gig back after a few weeks off now as a parent? And I said, oh, it's nothing to do with that. De has is, is absolutely killing it for me. On FPL. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Ivo, how stressful do you find FPL? Does it take over your life or are you fairly able to keep it in control?
2: I was in uh, Australia doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival in April uh, 2018, obviously a nightmare for hitting FPL deadlines with the time difference. And I remember we would drive. We we like, had my day off, and um and my girlfriend came out to Australia to stay with uh to stay with me, and we would driven out of Melbourne uh, to go to the beach with a couple of old friends of mine. And on the way back, I was in the car getting stressed about how to download more phone credit, um so that I could make my fantasy Premier League changes because we weren't going to get back to the hotel. Wow. In time, you know, we're we're on the Great Ocean Road, and I'm just <laughs> just, and I have to sort of explain to my friends that this is what I'm doing because there's not really a, another explanation for the for the intensity of of that i feel You know, it's April. Oh, it no, was, I think it there was... are actual football managers who've put less effort into <laughs> managing yeah, football yeah. clubs. I remember the night bus I was on in 2017 <laughs> when I picked Timothy Fossumensa, um, who was briefly making inroads into the Man United team I, I decided to to promote him into the squad um, and I remember the resolution I took the following day to make no more night bus decisions um, on Friday night because <laughs> because they, they invariably were poor ones.
1: So Ava what's interesting you've played FPL for a number of seasons now but last year you took a break from it why was that?
2: I gave up FPL because 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 it was a, a, a destructive presence in my life. As, as I've already discussed with you, um, I was thinking about it uh, during far more emotionally significant moments in my life. It was starting to form quite a structural presence in my week on the Friday nights and the Saturday mornings. Um, it was giving me new outlays for my infinite capacity for regret um, and And I just wasn't good enough at it. That's the worst bit. If I I was coming top five every season, I'd have destroyed everything else in its path to keep up that record. But to be that obsessed and that mediocre, I, I couldn't handle it. And then along comes a lockdown, along comes an inert period in human history, along comes a comedian's FPL podcast, and suddenly the nostalgia starts to play its tricks, and here I am.
1: And how are you finding it being back on the wagon? Sorry to have made you get back onto it, but how is it?
2: Being back on the wagon is, well, it's been a roller coaster, obviously, some thrilling highs, some crushing lows, more of the lows than the highs, inevitably, but not quite as bad as feared. Slightly more manageable degree of emotional investment. And crucially, some weeks where I literally have just forgotten to do it.
1: And how have you been getting on this season specifically? I mean, better than Matt Ford. We all know that. Who isn't? But how are you finding your form?
2: This season started badly, uh, got a little bit better in game weeks three and four, and is now back on the slide. There have been some... Nice little moments, a superb Alexander-Arnold captain a few weeks ago, and some lovely use of budget strikers, Alan St-Maximin, Joshua King. However, the story of my season has been Bruno Fernandes. I didn't have him on his billboard opening weekend, and then I got him a few weeks ago, made him my captain, went okay, should have got Ronaldo instead. But then the last two weeks, I've forgotten to change my team. Last week, he did nothing. This week, missed a penalty. So Bruno has been stinking it up. And really, if it weren't for the likes of San Maximan and Joshua King, this last game week, already very poor, would have been very dismal indeed. I also made a classic error of approaching a six-pointer at the top of the table, Chelsea Man City, with a defender in each team, deciding I'd go for one of them and getting the wrong one. You've got to go for both or neither. That's the rule. Needless to say, the wild card doth approach.
0: Ivo, as you'll have seen on the Fantasy Premier League, there are certain things you can do to try and get extra points each week. There's bench boost, triple captain, and free hit. If you could change the game, bring in a new feature, what would it be?
2: Well I'd like to be able to freeze your opponent's teams. For for, for like oh, I think that would nice. be fun. You could pick one person in your league and you could for one week you could just freeze their activity. I that's think that's a really would be good idea. Some sort so, of revenge mm-hmm. element. Absolutely. And they don't find out you've done it until after the game week. Um, so, <laughs> so, a great a idea. so they still spend the time because otherwise you're liberating them. It's actually a gift to, to be taken out of <laughs> friends to find out it's all gone right. And then at 5 p.m. on a Saturday, find out. No, I'm afraid. I'll, I mean, but of course, if you if we're going along the living in heads rent free line, imagine freezing someone. They make a load of terrible choices and then their team from last week kills it.
1: I mean, is that not what um, fantasy football basically is, that we all work on it for a whole season and then you look back at the end and realise it was all for nothing and it didn't
2: really matter, but we had a wonderful time? Uh, You had me right up until we had a wonderful time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well thank you for joining us albeit uh, remotely to avoid the curse i hope you stay safe and well and good luck for the weekend cheers ivo
2: good oh. luck for the weekend ivo thank you very yeah. much <laughs> i don't
0: know if you can hear this john but where i am if there's a storm going on outside I'm chucking it down with rain i'm just going to open the window what is it they call this dltr Oh, I think they call it um,
1: The Curse of Matt Ford writ large across the sky.
0: Can you hear this right? Here you go. So this is the rain. Oh, it's ASMR. That's SMR, not DLTR. DLTRs, uh, don't, don't, long, don't read. Oh, I can't remember this. Yeah, listen to this.
2: Isn't that amazing?
1: This is this a prank and you're in the toilet and this is how you get your kicks? Having a wee <laughs> on the podcast and pretending it's rain. Oh, it's rain. rain. Look, Oh, hang on. There's a big fat piece of rain coming down now.
0: <laughs> Good boy. Oh, did you like that bit of atmosphere on the pot there? Do you like it when it rains, John? Uh, usually, yeah. I remember as a kid, teenage years, mm. I'm, I'm talking like, I don't know why I've gone into sort of like late night radio voice. <laughs> but uh, as Graeme a Graham Torrington. GT, Late Night Love. Oh, man, if you remember Late Night Love, our younger listeners won't remember this. But basically, commercial radio in the evenings was a far more eccentric listen than it is now. And there was a guy called Graham Torrington who people would, people at school would talk about the, the next day. Oh, do you Graham Torrington last night? And would like, yeah, you've been bringing up Graham Torrington. And you'd... People, he it was, it was an agony uncle, really, wasn't he? People ring up with their problems. The text mm. the hi, yeah, Graham Torrington here, late night love. Steve's been in touch. He says, uh, I'm lonely. I'm looking for love. Well, Steve, I think you will find love this week. It was like Mystic Meg, but with people's hearts and, and minds and emotions. It felt very unethical to me. I thought, I'm not sure you qualified to give this advice, Graham. mm so odd that yes. that's where people were going. Imagine that now. People say, oh, "I struggle to talk about your feelings." Our generation didn't. They're ringing up Graham Torrington every night. But what I used to do as a child, when it would rain at night, I would sit on the window ledge <laughs> and just watch the sky and listen to Dire Straits. <laughs> oh, I like, pine for those days. Sometimes I think uh... I would love to sit on my window ledge in the rain. Listening to Dire Straits. You know what? I never thought myself as a melancholic teen. Mm. But maybe I was. Maybe I was a bit. Music
1: um... to my ears. Do you know what I used to do in in Bristol? Even in my, Bristol was dark years for me. This was (laughs) end of a relationship, (laughs) dropping out of university. I would still exercise. (gasps) And what I would do is whenever it started raining, I would put my running gear on and I would pound the streets of Bristol in the rain oh. listening to Dire Straits. <gasps> Private no Investigations. Way.
0: Yeah, well, that was the Boom. album, Love Over Gold. I would Boom. listen to Telegraph Road.
1: Yes, yes. That's it's incredible. Great. I had that on a playlist with Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <I would laughs> run the streets of Bristol simultaneously thinking I was an undercover cop or a hideously disfigured, angry man. And in a way, I was both.
0: Isn't it odd? We've known each other so long. We've never mm. told each other this. We've got so much in common. And we never knew that we would both kind of enjoy the rain listening to yeah. Dash traits, Yeah. What a deep bond. That's the sort of thing that makes me believe in a, a in a spirit dimension. Would
1: well, you know who'd like that? Graham Torrington. I do believe, Matthew, there's someone out there on the other side of this storm. Perhaps those raindrops that are falling on your face now and mingling with those tears... Perhaps they're going to be evaporated when the sun comes, as it will, and fall back on the face of someone else who's listening tonight to private investigations. I'm going to play it for you both now, and I'm going to pray you find each other. You're listening to Graham Torrington. Wow, that was deep. I mean,
0: I I used to think that about the rain
1: when it used to fall on my face. I'd think,
0: (laughs) I wonder if this water came from America. Yeah, well,
1: most of the water you drink that comes out of the tap, don't they say it's been through seven people?
0: Yeah, but not like immediately. It's been
1: cleaned. How many in after London? That. I think in the last half hour, <laughs> your tap water
0: especially is it's disgusting. disgusting. It's thick and warm, I don't like it. Warm, cold <laughs> tap, Sadiq, if you're listening, sort it out. <laughs> cold tap water, mate. I'm telling you, man, it's a big issue down here. It's a major, major issue. You get cold tap water up north, don't you? Cold, clean, fresh from the hills. Yours tastes. i uh, 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 you know, tell you the places where I really notice it. Where you are, mm-hmm. and, and certainly around the Lake District, Glasgow and Edinburgh have... Mm. It's almost sweet. You're like, are the SMP putting sugar in this to keep people happy? Because it <laughs> tastes incredible. You're like, This is the most... Re- I know we talked about water a lot recently on the show. It gets even more Moorish. You're like, you've taken water and improved it.
1: Oh, I never feel lower about what I do for a living
0: than hearing sentences
1: like, oh, no, no, we've talked about water a lot on the show. Oh, what
0: are we doing? <laughs> do you ever think, you know what, eventually we'll end up on local radio, and we'll have a right old time of it? Because I listen to local radio sometimes, you're like, it's completely different to national radio. It's a yeah. different world. Yeah. It's basically like primary school, but for radio...
1: It's such gentle banter as well. You know that none of them says anything bad. And yet it'll be like, oh, I've got uh, Jane's coming in a minute with a treble. I can see her face. You Don't you look at me like that. You, She's got something to say. Uh, we'll find out after yet. And yet, <gasps> you really want her to come in and say, I know what you did last night. I saw you. <laughs> and it's never that, is it? Who's that bake? Bakewell? There was one left. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you.
0: <laughs> That'll be us, mate. Well, hey, well, yeah, this is it. Enya. Enya, great choice, by the way. You know what else I used to listen to? I think I had—I want to call it—sophisticated. My favorite tape when I was a kid was a tape called "Pure Moods," and it had. <laughs> it, <laughs>
2: it, <laughs> oh, this had is such it.
1: an odd week because I found my old CDs this week, and I've been listening to an album called "Classic
0: Chill Out." This is um, man, on a loop. we are so. You know what? I can almost. I think we've both got the same gland or something like parts of our don't body. You ever say that to me again? <laughs> you know when, like, you're if you're in the room with someone, you, your tummy rumbles then their tummy rumbles. You're like, mm. well, sort of intestines are, are, are talking to each other, and we're not choosing to do that. It's not a conscious decision. This is the same. So on our oh, pituitary m- glands, on on yeah on on, on I don't know what that is, but I said, yeah on um so on pure moods there was Enya or Inoko flow. Mm. There was aria on air, which was the British Airways music. The heart asks pleasure first. Um, Michael Nyman from the piano, um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, beautiful piece of music. I just love and uh, listen to that. And what I do now, God, this is so weird because I listen to chilled Ibiza music <laughs> <laughs> and when I want to relax. And, and I also listened to, i had a great album called Oasis for Piano. And this guy has basically turned all these Oasis songs just into piano music, but kind of melancholic. Mm. And that's what we've been doing this week. Going to bed, listening to that, and reading Josh Widdicombe's book. And it's been like... Whew. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think but... I do just need a big plate of chips. You are all right. I'm totally fine. I think you know, yeah. the problem is because I'm always up full of beans and I still am full of beans. Um, d- <laughs> <laughs> whenever I, <laughs> I'm having a terrible week at FPL, I think people probably think it's getting it's obviously annoying me, it is annoying yeah. me, but I'm yeah. not having deep dark nights of the soul about it because I've been I keep saying this because it sounds like I'm showing off, it's, it's more just bad diary management, and I never <laughs> thought I'd use that phrase. Um, because it sounds the language of a tosser well i've just been very busy so i'm like i really need to have chill out in my um personal time so i listen to chill ibiza music and oasis on the piano and these mood albums just you know if i'm in a taxi just get those moments of chill i guess mm. i guess what i'm peddling actually is very modern 21st century form of meditation
1: yeah, so you need to chill out and you need to get better at what, what is currently bad diary, scheduling and management. So you're suffering with BDSM at the moment. That's, that's oh. causing you pain,
0: is it? Oh, You know, there are times when you are so silky with your wordplay. <laughs> you know the difference between us? If I thought something like that, I would squeal so loud before I said it, I wouldn't be able to deliver it properly. You deliver it so earnestly, so calmly. because it's, we've it's... been talking about Graham Torrington. But it is it is a pleasure to listen to. You go, that is top rate. And you knock that up at short notice. Yeah. That's yeah. just ad-libbed. This, this yeah, is
1: real. I, the, the more you make a deal of how quickly I sort of recalled BDSM and what it was, the less proud of that I am as a gag. And to all of you Googling it at the moment, or perhaps in the car listening to the podcast saying to your partner, what is BDSM? i can only apologize for the image search and the conversations that will ensue
0: i think you know when people say uh oh improv and most people certainly in comedy (laughs) would oh god you Mm. know you just think oh give me a um right okay we just need something from the audience like well i've paid you to do the show get me involved i'm not going to cut the ticket price and they go oh we need uh, we need a household object a place a dildo Okay. A dildo. Lovely. And a place, please. Your mum's house. <laughs> a dildo at my mum's house. And a genre of film. Porn. Okay. Okay, let's chip that together. Oh, look, there's a massive dildo at my mum's house. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically improv. Um, <laughs> and, what, <laughs> and it's got a bad rep, man. Yeah. But what we do here, this is a form of improv. This is oh, no don't, don't. that BDSM was 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 that was improv. What what else would you call it? But all conversation
1: is improv. You could say, you know, if when you ask someone how they are, they haven't prepared a response. It's you know, all all of life is improv. We're all just trying to get through, man. Oh, god, that's deep. You've lost again. It's six nil. Yeah. Email us uh, hello at cpfpl.com. Uh, at comedians FPL on Twitter, you have to drink some form of tofu-based smoothie on the show next week. I think tofu is too bland, so what I invite our listeners to do: suggest ingredients. I will cherry pick those. Don't suggest cherries; they're too nice. Send in foods that you want to blend into Matt Ford's filthy tofu glop, which he will be drinking next week.
0: My Jurgen glop um i'll be having that next week
1: you see improv improv guys thanks so much we are knife and fork we'll be back next week wouldn't be the same show without you guys so do come back not not the guy who kept shouting dildo
0: yeah um have a word with yourself you ruined that which one i think you'd be knife because you're very cutting i would be fork because i'm a prong
1: yeah yeah. see improv improv one man four pricks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a, a viral internet video <laughs> <laughs>
0: thrilling sequel to um two girls never mind so um people have been getting in touch uh the email address hello hello at cpfpl.com hi john matt this hi. is from sam elwell elwell that sends well all's well that Sam <laughs> well. <laughs> I bet people say that about his house. What is the mean? opposite of improv? <laughs> go, I think that was it. They go, um, improve, I think is what I need to do. Um, <laughs> what they do is they go to L. Wells' house, and when they check mm. that they're all fine, they go, all's well at L." <laughs> anyway, he says, hi, John Matt. I Hello. have an end of season forfeit suggestion for Matt. Well... Prejudged it's a, it's a bloody long season, pal. It's un- <laughs> part of the league where, for many years, the forfeit for whoever finished bottom has been as follows. One, at the crack of dawn, hop on board a megabus to a mutually agreed grim destination at least four hours away. Previous entries include Rotherham, Bradford and Grimsby. Well, I could work I've been out exactly Rotherham.
1: where he lives from that. If I was a cop,
0: yeah. four hours from
1: all those places, that's how I'd find out where you are, Sam.
0: You were kind of a cop, weren't you? You imagined it when you are running in the rain? Yeah. since to Dire Straits.
1: I used to skip the happy ones, you know, Tunnel of Love and all that. Oh, great skip song. Skip all that. Dancing by the Pool. I was yes. so depressed, it offended me. I was like, why are they? They're so good at making me sad. Why are they writing a song about people dancing by a pool? Who gives a toss? They're all right. Leave them. I bet you liked Romeo and Juliet, didn't you? That's a nice sad song. But yeah, I love that. He's underneath the window. That's my favourite. That's one, one of my favourite lyrics of all time. That's great. Sounds. He's, he's made a beautiful love story sounds so pervy. Oh, I never. He's got... underneath the window. Oh, is he?
0: Uh. Yeah. Why does he just go to the front door? Creep. Yeah. Knock <laughs> on um, Romeo. So Sam Elwell says one. You go to a grim destination. I'm. Go- I've never been to Grimsby. Can't speak for it. I don't think Rotherham and Bradford are grim. I think they're nice places. But anyway, Bradford has a fine museum. And the last time I went to Bradford, uh, a cash converters that that sold samurai swords. Sure, something for everyone. Number two, complete various tasks throughout the day with photographic video proof. Three, go to a Weatherspoon for two hours and send your table and branch details to the league WhatsApp group. Everyone can order whatever food and drink they like via the app, and you must consume it before leaving. Before four, catching the last mega bus home. Um, wow,
1: I like the. Uh... The idea of you sat somewhere where I can send food and drink to you, and you have to eat it as well. I like that.
0: As someone who's got gout, send me the, 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 the tofu. All right, block mate.
1: Thing. Playing the gout card.
0: What it's? I don't.
1: There's me. loads you can still have. That's disgusting. Yeah. Pickle juice.
0: <laughs> Say yeah. it three times. It turns up. Um, he says, "Keep up the good work, John." Looking forward to the new series of meet the Richardson's. What thank a you suck up because he's assumed the whole thing is me losing uh it even says in that there, if there's a whole day dedicated to forfeit Matt would have plenty of time I might not lose at the end of the season Sam Elwell
1: yeah it's it's game week seven coming up and you are you are almost 200 points behind you know it it, it
2: probably will be you
1: it might be we need a We need a forfeit for this week. You still haven't had your pint with a duck. That one rolls forward. You still haven't handed a signed picture of yourself in uh, an outfit of my choosing. That remains to be done. And you now have the uh, tofu glop to consume next week. We need a forfeit for the upcoming
0: week, Matthew. Yes, yes, we do. I think the loser of this Hmm. game week has to find Graeme Torrington. (laughs) <laughs> and if possible, get a message off him. Get, oh, get him, for like, the like, podcast. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or or, like get him to read out a text, like something, some form of contact, whatever it is. Either you get him to read out a message on air yeah, or you get a message off him somehow. Who knows Acknowledgement how.
1: Acknowledgement from Graham Torrington.
0: Yes. Wow. Uh, now, last week, before
1: we move on to the, the listener leak, we speculated on bringing on Sam, who has been top of the league for a number of weeks now yeah. with his team, Ben Ramanana. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, one doesn't like to go back to the curse. We've had an email from Sam. <sighs> Dear Matt and John, firstly, I would like to thank you for the shout-out on the podcast. It made my day. flying high, 233rd in the world <sighs> <clears throat> and loving life. However, the thirsty one simply mentioning my name has provoked the curse to rear its ugly and devastating head and has struck me down. I currently dropped to 6,015th after a shocking game week and my once glorious team is imploding. Ah, well, it was worth it, probably.
0: Love, Sam. Oh, Sam, pull yourself together, pal. This is all you're doing. Don't try and put it on my doorstep. That is
1: irresponsible. Oh, you you've reacted more angrily than I thought.
0: Well, because it's, I didn't do anything to affect that scenario. You are a curse. think I am.
1: You are a cur- I mean, it's its getting to the point where I don't believe in any of this hoodoo and nonsense. This is now beyond. This is a fact. You are a
0: You know, <laughs> Halloween's coming up. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's when my powers will be at there most
1: potent Tom Clutterbuck also got in touch this week Says so he's disappointed that we didn't give a shout out to his as he describes it worldy of a team name Crystal Phallus
0: oh lovely um, you like that alright there, yeah, there you yeah, go yeah. Tom
1: um, other new team names Don't Look Back Tanganga lovely Beating 40 oh no Blink 1
0: Etu oh lovely
1: um, 2 Kells 1 Cup
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the best one. Gavin Rand, well done. Well done. Well, well done. We should get Ivo a, a, a gift, obviously, if he finishes above us, John. Um, yes. Four, six, rose
1: and prizes for the victor.
0: Yes. And as um, we talked about Dire Straits a lot, so maybe we should get him a Dire Straits CD. I'm thinking yes. of the Love Over Gold album. And um, so that he can recreate the running in the rain, uh, a watering can, and then he can sprinkle himself as he runs.
1: Lovely. Or a trophy of his face. The Golden Grahams.
0: Oh, improv.
1: See, that's <laughs> <kind of> cool... <laughs> oh, that not a Oh, that could potentially become the most irritating catchphrase in
0: comedy. Improv. <laughs> well, John, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for.
1: Oh, poop.
0: <laughs> Im- improv. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you know what we used to do? It was remind me. We used to do at the end of Six Music on our podcast, you used to do a shout out for one specific person listening in a very specific set of circumstances.
0: Ah, uh, yes.
1: And I'm picturing now somebody who's listening whilst defecating. Somebody <sighs> now is listening to this on the toilet, doing a poop, listening yeah. to us talk about poop
0: and thinking, oh,
1: I'm pooping. So if that's you, you're our special
0: listener this week. Yes, this is for you. And if that is you, drop us a line. Tell us how it felt. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) 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 cpfpl.com. Good luck in game week seven. Remember to keep sending us any peculiar football stories you want us to discuss, forfeit ideas or prize suggestions or any questions for our guests. Tweet us at comediansfpl or email us hello at cpfpl.com. And remember to like and subscribe. Join us next week. We'll
1: be checking in on how Ivo's done. We're also talking to comedian and Love Island presenter Ian Starling.
0: Oh no. He's on the show. <laughs> he does listen. So <laughs> Maybe Ian. Not so, anymore. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> also, leave a five-star review in the in the um particularly in the iTunes app you can do that. That would sound desperate, but that's something you can do, you know. I'm sure a lot of you are sat there thinking you want to cheer me up perhaps because I'm so bad at this game. Leaving a five-star written review is um, a a really good thing to do. Goodbye at (laughs) cpoofpl.com. Bye. Bye.
1: Where is he? He's underneath the window. He's underneath the window.
2: You saying, hey, like,
1: my boy boyfriend's back. back. she come, come around, around here. here. Some of the people like that. Anyway, what, what you, gonna you gonna, gonna do? do? It's actually time. a more aggressive song than I've really given it credit for. It's really just a series of someone trying to start a fight.